Okay, go. Okay. Congratulations, everybody. <laughs> oh we made it. We survived another year. That's right. So welcome. Welcome to the year end, the Rest Strategies Year End Award podcast. Should we call it should we call it something? Festivus. The Festivus Awards? Yes. I was gonna go with the Shammies. I thought it should be the Reshies. Aren't we oh, doing that's good. Yeah. I like the Reshies. Done. Welcome to the Reshies, the 2023 <laughs> Reshies. This is the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. Blindside. No. You, the movie? Name the most famous one ever. I will not. Carmen, know he did. Is it Carmen? Carmen. Well, then we're, yeah. <laughs> we're out of luck. <laughs> Anyway, well, maybe Jenna can find can book Carmen. He's dead. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> Tribute. Does Carmen have a tribute? Good luck, Jenna. Welcome to Cold Oatmeal, a podcast by the Rest Strategies team about PR and public affairs. Really. I was distracted staring at Joe's cold oatmeal. Yeah, well, it's here. He's got it on his, it's, on his it's desk. It's always right here. here. It's always here. And by the way, the, the, the ratio of like fruit to disgusting is like 1 to 10. It's got some disgusting stuff and some fruit. Yeah, There's like nothing disgusting. One part fruit. What's, what, what in there is disgusting? I don't even know what's in it, but it, it looks like cucumber mash and maybe a couple of chopped apples. Did you have Burger King for breakfast? What was your... Say that! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, welcome back. We are. This is our year-end, our year-end podcast. The Rest Strategies team and the Cold Oatmeal podcast. We are back for one last episode before 2024. We are coming out of Christmas. Hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas. We are going to be celebrating New Year's here in a couple days. But wanted to get together. We haven't done a ton of podcasts so far this fall, but they've all been good ones. Yeah. And so we were talking like, how do we wrap this up? Don't want to bother. Don't want to bother anyone during the holidays to come in. So we're gonna. We are going to lean on our own creative juices here. With the Reshies, we've been thinking up some big awards. We each have our thoughts, our awards to uh, to give out in honor of the year. And we're going to go do, do that. But before we do that, let's go around. I think this is the first time. I don't, is this the first time ever? Ever. Mm-hmm. That we've all been here together because we don't have a guest. So we, have, we can all yeah, fit in honestly, the room. Honestly, yeah. I think so. Okay, so this, the introductions might take a while. So, and, and Nick has a prepared script, so we, we need to be we need to be efficient on time. So let me start to my left. We got Nikki O'Mara, Nick DeLewis here, Stephanie Vancouvering, Laura Beal, Anna Heaton, Carly Buell, Joe Bashim, and this is Matt Resch. This is the Resch Strategies team, and this is the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. We bring you this podcast whenever we have some Reshies to give out. <laughs> or we have some people to talk to. Today is the, the former, but you can find our podcast at reststrategies.com. On social media, at reststrategies is where you can find our, our, our business. And at Cold Oatmeal Pod on Twitter, you can find the podcast. Lots of different places you can find it. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, there it is. Bookmark it, listen to it, spend your holidays um, with us as we get into the Rushies. Anything before we get into this, our first, we've done award shows before. Although we, we had like professional announcers. That was Chris Harkins, right? And yeah. the, mm-hmm. the cold turkeys, or was it the, the golden, gold, tur- golden turkeys? Tur- <laughs> I keep calling it the cold turkeys. Why? I don't know, because you, you know, cold turkey, you quit things cold turkey. Maybe we should have quit award shows. <laughs> after, it's after Thanksgiving and you eat cold turkey. That's right. That was the golden turkeys. I think that was our only one. I can't remember another one. Can you yeah. work some gobble gobbles into this? Because that was, the, I think, the best part no, of I, that it, episode. It needs to be like sleigh bells or something. We're, mm-hmm. we'll, can you do gobble gobbles and sleigh bells? We'll work on it <laughs> after we're done. It's a post-production. Okay. 
Well, so the, the concept here was we knew we, we weren't going to have a guest for, with us today, but wanted to reflect on the year and with no, with no real direction, I gave a thought now to the team. Let's come up with some award. How would you recognize the year? Come up with some awards. And that's where it all went wrong. And that's what, yeah, that's what, that's what you're about to listen to. So <laughs> we've got, we got no agenda. We've got no order. I've got no notes. I typed up a, a couple of reshies of my own to, to give out, but who wants to go first? Nick, you've got seven pages of single space type no, notes. It's Do you 15 wanna... font. It's five pages. Steph is Four holding pages. a note too. I feel very Joe also has no. notes. I have nothing. I have nothing. Because this I took this seriously. This is why it's fun. I wanted to come prepared. That's yeah, I just, I'm excited yeah. to see. Are you really going to read all five pages? It's I four think, pages. I think, let me... I think I want Matt to give out the first award because it's his idea. I want to see what he had in mind. Let's set oh, the tone. Set the tone. I like oh, that. a great idea. Okay. And then we'll I, I see gotta... what Nick did. <laughs> and compare it to Nick. I've got to pick one now. See, I can't. I, I did the very first Reshi. I'll admit that I didn't have complete confidence that everyone was going to come with Reshis. So I thought. Why are you looking you at me? Well, <laughs> you didn't come with any. So I, I have ideas. They just aren't good. So I, I, I came up with a couple. So okay, here's. I guess I'll start with this one. My Reshi, uh, my 2023 Reshi for lunch of the year. Are you gonna put in some sort of effect here? Uh, maybe a drum roll. <laughs> so lunch of the year goes to chicken shawarma salad. And I say the chicken shawarma salad is the lunch of the year because it's the only lunch I've had all year. Basically, yeah. That was the lunch I had all year. That's interesting. I feel like that's an upset yeah. because I thought I thought <laughs> lunch of, out of the gate. I thought lunch of the year was going to go to when we I would, wasn't there, but the story of going out with Nick DeLue and him asking our teenage oh. intern. <laughs> She is married. See, I was I was thinking of well, there's I was important thinking, context that needs to be presented. I was thinking about the, the menu behind the lunch of the year, not the the funniest moment of the lunch of the year. That would be hey, so. Are you married? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm in college, ready to graduate. Got married. I was I was being polite, not flirtatious, Sarah. Oh, we know that. No, he was not. Doesn't flirtatious. mean it wasn't strange. <laughs> We were talking about married people things, and I just I assumed that she wasn't. But you know what happens when you assume, and she's a senior, right? Like she's are going to be a senior. I don't know. So I I just I made sure. Oh, you're not married, are you? And she wasn't. And, I, and since then, we don't let Nick talk to the. I don't talk to the interns anymore. <laughs> and I guess surprisingly, she's going to be coming back to be our intern again yeah. so she a, maybe she got married she'll continue a, she may have gotten married since how yeah, will we know have to check in you'll have a, to ask no, again. somebody else is gonna have to check in <laughs> i've had to wear that one all all year all you year. have to do is do the ring check you don't have to ask yeah yeah she have a ring on her True. finger i don't i wasn't staring at her fingers I guess. that's what you have to do that's okay. that's what you should do before you ask uh, okay or maybe don't ask lesson learned okay <laughs> Well, anyway, it was a no-brainer for me because, as anyone, as you all know, I complain about my, my lunch options, and that's the only place I go. So chicken shawarma salad from Sultan's. Best lunch in Lansing. I've had it 375 times this year. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I feel like I, I should next go next because I feel like that award feeds into one of my okay. awards, well, so that makes sense. But let me we're going on the fly. Yeah, you Joe's first recipe. Yeah. So what did you say? He stole mine. <laughs> you can do your runner-up. Your lunch of the year Later. was chicken shawarma lunch? It was MVP because I wouldn't have survived without Sultan's without for lunch Sultan's. every day. So. Okay. okay. You really had that as an award? Yeah. Wow. Okay. This is why I hope everyone came with multiple ones because it's... Yeah, I back up. This is going to be a short I'm frantically episode. Ready I only have one, but I'll take some time. But it takes six pages. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, my Reshi for the hottest dumpster, Lansing's hottest dumpster fire award of the year goes to downtown Lansing for being terrible. There's like nothing. There's nothing down here. I feel like it's Lansing's current most like glaring problem. And to be clear, Matt can go to one place for lunch. To be clear, right? It is not downtown town. Lansing Inc. No, it's just downtown Lansing. It's specifically okay. like Washington circle or whatever there's just nothing it's actually there's a, nothing it's square. actually it's a square, square. <laughs> whatever it is maybe they should rebrand maybe you've been hanging out in you the wrong really place never have you been in Washington circle this whole time I don't know I mean whatever <laughs> I, yeah you're not it's wrong. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're working on it, right? They're trying, we have the, they're working, but they want to rush you for it. Congratulations. Yeah, maybe they should. This could be the momentum. The momentum they need for 2024. <laughs> Build on the Reshi and then move into. Kit, hold on. It's the Reshi for what? For the, the biggest dumpster no, it's, fire it's, in Lansing. It's Lansing's <laughs> the hottest dumpster fire award for Lansing's most current most glittering flaw. Okay. So okay. it's it's I'm giving it just to downtown Lansing. Yeah. But Sultans is good. One thing, yeah. It's a See, I have an award. I think it's like honestly, maybe the worst downtown I've ever been to. And like, I think like Charlotte, okay, okay, Charlotte, Nancy Michigan, Kaffer. Charlotte, Michigan is anywhere. close to. Um, yeah, I got an award right? for you later. Um, Charlotte, Michigan is close to Lansing in terms of like what there is. It's we were not supposed to be giving awards to our team members. No one said that. There was yeah. no rule against There's it. No rule. I, I believe the rules. Hold on, this is important because there, the rules were there, there are were no, rules. no rules. The rules was there are no rules. Right. Yeah. And right. this this needn't be local or yeah, whatever you want. It's the holidays. It, so it right. should be nice. Yes. Yeah. So. So congratulations, Nikki. Unless you're talking about downtown Lansing. (laughs) I got a a positive Lansing one, too. I do, too. Okay. Okay. So I've got one. Joe, maybe you and I should, because I might have an award that feeds off of that. Okay. Well, I bet. Let's not do that. See, which the Joe and Matt podcast is all invited. We can come back. The best she's in the reshies. (laughs) (laughs) My reshie for worst pun of the year goes to. Okay. Who's next? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. I would like to give out the award for Carly's best meal. Of the year. Okay. Meal? The meal I enjoyed the most of my whole year. And it goes to Sushi on Fire, located in Huntington Beach, California. Because it was some of the best sushi I've probably ever had. And it just made me realize that you can't really get good sushi here when you're like far from the ocean and fresh fish. And so I think about it often. And... That's an interesting sushi on fire. That's an interesting was, sushi restaurant. Is that yeah. the name of the restaurant, or was yes. the sushi served on fire? No, that's okay. the name of the restaurant. That defeats really, the all of the sushi was the not of sushi, right? On fire. Okay. Huh. It was all cold. Sushi. When was that trip? Remind us. When did you go to Huntington Beach? August. Nice. I think. I think so. Yeah. Good. That's a good positive one. Yeah. Get mm-hmm. back on the positive flow it's here. Good. You got to print like a a sushi shaped certificate. Mail it out to him. Mail it out to him. Yeah. Yeah, we should. Good. <laughs> We've got extra calendars. Maybe we should send them a calendar. Send them a calendar. With a clip. Yeah. <laughs> like, who <laughs> the hell hey, are these you people? Got this, you got a reshi for the best sushi. Did, 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 you, best did you take an Instagram photo of the meal? I did. I think okay. I have it. So you phone. can present, you can like print that off, like with you holding chopsticks and, and yeah. like attach that and I, they'll put it on their wall. Maybe they High will. High honor. They will. And every month they'll flip the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Okay, moving on around the circle. Are we going yeah. around and around? Like, do I do one now or do I do? No, we're doing one each, and then we're going to move on. So you're next. You ready? I'm sorry. You said we're supposed to be nice. It's the holidays, <laughs> but <laughs> no rules. <laughs> Most downplayed scandal of 2023. 
the Jim Harbaugh Award for coaches who can't win good but want to do playoffs and stuff too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. He cheated. They cheated. They're cheaters. I don't know. I just feel like politics are complicated. Policy is complicated. The work we do can be complicated and nuanced and gray. Sports are black and white, right? There's rules. And they broke them. Play by the rules. Be good. You get to be on a national stage. If you break the rules, you don't get to. And he gets to. It's just, I don't understand how people aren't more outraged about this. The cheaters and the worst, not the leaders and the best. I know. I just don't understand. I feel like there are people that are outraged and then people that are outraged about the outrage. I think there's two, like, two camps. Two camps. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm with you. I'm, he's a cheater. I hate him. Yeah, I also hate him before, so I'm a little partial. I'm definitely in the camp of because there's there have been stories where like the people at the top say oh I didn't know anything about it I don't mm-hmm. I don't buy that for I don't buy that for a second that you yeah. didn't know that this and the going. nothing burger like I think the rule of being in communications that we all know is you own up to a crisis you take accountability they have taken no accountability I mean the basketball team cheats too it's like they're just constantly rife with scandal and <clears throat> downplaying. <clears throat> What Mel Tucker did. (laughs) I'm not condoning it. But MSU gets so much heat. And then over here we have Ann Arbor, which is just, they're they're so prestigious. And Jim Harbaugh is so sanctimonious. And they're cheaters. Like, it just does not make sense to me. And they're going to the national playoffs. Well, if it makes you feel better, they're going to get destroyed. They're not. They're going to win the title. They're going to lose. They're going to win the title and it's going to have to be vacated. It'll Yeah, it'll get. Wouldn't that be, is there a school? And I'm asking a question USC. that has had both a basketball and oh. a football title vacated because Michigan wasn't Michigan's yes. no, five they, title vacated. They, they weren't. They didn't win the title, did they? They lost. They, the they lost because yeah. Chris Webber doesn't know how to count right. timeouts. Right. 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 <laughs> right. Okay. So, but yeah, but USC va- had to vacate their national championship when right. Reggie Bush's mom got a house or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But nobody cares. Like you don't really care about it because you know. Yeah, USC you fans, you want it. Right. You want it. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. A little harsh, a little harsh coming out of Christmas, but it's fine. I appreciate your passion for justice. I think, you know, this podcast is coming out just before the, before the semifinal game. So hopefully, hopefully Jim doesn't listen to this. I'm going to get lots of hate for that, but I just. You know what? Go green. (laughs) Go white. Go where? (laughs) (laughs) The transfer portal. (laughs) Okay, Laura, you're up. All right. Um, she's she's improvising this, folks. She's just going to start. Not. I am not. I've been thinking about this for like two days, much more than I want to admit. But I'm sticking with my original instinct because this is where I landed initially. My award for best show to binge watch from beginning to end that is newer. I you know part of it this year was Ted Lasso. Mm. It was definitely my top favorite thing that I watched all year. And yes, I looked it up and I know that the first two seasons came out before 2023, but I watched it all in 2023 and thoroughly enjoyed it. There are many, many shows that half the episodes I'm like, this is stupid and I just have to deal with it to get to a better episode. But I loved all of Ted Lasso. I've never watched a minute of it. Me neither. I haven't either. But I think you would like it. Maybe really? I will now. Who has? I have. I've watched them. Nikki, you've watched them, right? Yeah, it's good. Minus the last season, kind of. Yeah, the last season. I mean, it wasn't the last season wasn't as good, but it was still better than some of the. Do you have to shows. like soccer to like Ted Lasso? No, no. not at all. I could not care less about mm-hmm. soccer. In I fact, as someone who likes soccer a lot, I wish there was more soccer in it. Oh. It really isn't about so- the it's game not. itself. I mean, he's a football coach that goes overseas, so right. You might like that. It was pretty awesome. I think Nick would like it. Yeah. 
it's wholesome. Like I, I liked Friday Night Lights for a minute when they were showing football games, and then when mm. it's the drama of the teenagers, I couldn't care less. So I get that. I mean, I know you're okay. But, well, that is a teen drama. I <laughs> but I know Nick is a gangster rap fan. Yeah, a little bit. Uh huh. But you're also not a profanity fan. You, I think, are. The, I don't. You I don't have use the, You have the cleanest mouth in the office. Yeah. Probably. Sure. That That's an be. award. Oh, I don't know. Okay, Rashi for the cleanest Rashi mouth of the year. L- Laura doesn't curse. Not in my presence. Yeah, not in your presence. <laughs> Jew- okay. Jew- Laura's Jewish mom and dad who. It has nothing to do with that. Who may or may not care about profanity. It has nothing to do okay. with that. I just I don't know. I swear in front of my children and Jimmy gets oh. mad at me. <laughs> but your point Laura is that Ted Lasso swear. is is filled with yeah. Profanity. The language is pretty profane, but yeah. it's it's in a funny way. It's not yeah. mean profanity. Yeah. It's not like the way Stephanie throws it around. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Speaking of, Speaking next of, Reshi goes to... Well, I have a couple that I could do, and one of them is a little riskier than the others. So I... Go the, for it. So let's start there. Okay, so I'm going to give a Reshi for a reporter of the year. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah, see, it's oh. risky, because we work with a lot of reporters, and all of them work so hard, and for not great salaries and it is it is just the toughest most thankless job there is but this year i really felt like craig mauger rose to the top for a lot of reasons because it's hard what he was digging into was really really hard um stuff to sort through i mean i think campaign finance reports are like i bleary crossingly numb awful things and to sit down and dig through all of that and come up with the content he did um i think that was really important it was important to the the life of our town which in a term limited era has gaps in sometimes in ethical behavior and i think that the more we can hold our policymakers accountable and those who work with them i think that's important so um love him or hate him my hat is off to him i think that he did really good work this year I would just add to that. I agree, and I think that investigative reporting is dying, and he is one of the few still really doing it. So mm-hmm. I agree with you. My other category was most useless social media channel. Okay, we'll save that Oh, one. I have an opposite to that. So oh, we'll okay. Okay, well, let's pair those up later. After we get around the circle. And if, <laughs> They're if, probably if, the same one. And if, anyone, if anyone's still here after Nick's done reading the six pages, we will we'll come, we'll circle back. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the reporter front, I did want to, like, a shout out to us. I think that one of our best episodes of the year was our conversation with uh, Rachel and Beth after mm-hmm. the, the shooting at, at MSU last winter. Mm-hmm. Listening to those two, that, that was a... Quite a night to listen to what they what they talked about. Okay. Is your voice ready? Do we have? <clears throat> is it warmed? Do we have? Do we need snacks for this? Yeah. You don't. Do it's only four pages. I think he's going to say something nice. Really, about I'm going to start the timer. Okay. Okay, okay everyone. Yeah. Next Reshi. I, I wasn't I wasn't told ahead of time that these were called the Reshis, so I named this award something else. But you it's name it whatever you want. No rules. The first annual Gustav Klimt International Award for Contradiction and Dissociative Amnesia. Is awarded to NFL Vice President of Football Operations John Runyon for his nonsensical, wildly inconsistent, and plainly unintelligible administration of the National Football League's player safety policy that has led not once but twice this season to four-game suspensions <laughs> for Denver Broncos Pro Bowl safety Kareem Jackson for alleged violations of player safety rules. <clears throat> Runyon has made every effort to run Jackson out of the league while weakly ignoring significantly more violent illegal hits and penalties committed by other players on other teams. Seriously, what's up with that? Did the guy forget where he came from? 
Does he understand the rules he's supposed to be enforcing? Did Kareem Jackson try to date his mom? A Flint, Michigan native, University of Michigan standout lineman, former U.S. congressman from Jersey, Runyon, during his playing career, was regarded as among the filthiest players in American football. In October of 2006, Sports Illustrated named him the second dirtiest player in the NFL. Superstar linebacker Sean Merriman famously remarked that Runyon, quote, was one of the dirtiest players I've ever been against in my whole entire life. He was real good at being dirty. Runyon agreed. He told reporters, that's the way the game's supposed to be played. I think they've tried to change that over the years. It's turned into a basketball game out there. Well, you're not helping, John. In week seven during the Broncos contest with the Green Bay Packers, superstar safety Kareem Jackson delivered a hit to Packers tight end Luke Musgrave. Jackson led with his shoulder and made contact with the shoulder of the Packers' massive tight end as the receiver turned up field following a completion. Jackson was inexplicably ejected from the game and was subsequently suspended four games by Runyon in what essentially amounted to a quarter season and multi-million dollar suspension for being too good at tackle football. Weeks later, Jackson returned to the field in a key matchup with the red-hot Minnesota Vikings. Early in the first quarter, hotshot quarterback Joshua Dobbs scrambled to the left on a designed run. Jackson can I, can met ask, the runner. Can I ask you a question? I'm sorry to <clears throat> stop the moment. <clears throat> I think I know the answer to this question, though. Are the next three pages also part of the John Runyon Award? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Early in the first quarter, hot quarterback Joshua Dobbs scrambled to the left on a designed run. Jackson met the runner in the hole and laid a ferocious and perfectly legal hit to the midsection I of the so called astronaut. That's right. Jarring the ball loose and creating a turnover that set the Broncos on the path to a key midseason victory. The play was not flagged on the field, probably because it was awesome. Or maybe because in the National Football League, you're supposed to tackle your opponent. John Runyon, the lineman, buried his opponents in the turf, then urinated on their corpses. John Runyon, the league official, demands Kareem Jackson channel John Bon Jovi, pick them up gently and lay them down on a bed of soft, fragrant roses. He must have picked that one up in Jersey, too. Gustav Klimt famously matriculated from the Viennese suburbs to the heights of artistic society, but his heavy bumpkin accent and crass colloquialisms prevented him from getting one over on the wealthy housewives he portraited or the high society hoity-toities he entertained. One key difference between Runyon and Klimt, the painter was famed as a man of wild contradiction, but there's no indication he ever actually forgot his past. Also, Klimt was good at what he did. I'm not comparing John Runyon to Bob Menendez, but seriously, if we checked Runyon's townhouse for gold bars, how else do you explain his vendetta against Monsieur Jackson while nearly every other safety linebacker and scallywag in the NFL gets away with attempted murder? Did you see Steelers safety Devontae Casey attempt to decapitate Michael Pittman on the field during Pittsburgh's December oh matchup gosh. with the Colts? Yes. Pittman nearly died on the field because he got three games. Earlier this year, Kansas City Chiefs lineman Chris Jones performed a textbook German suplex on Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson. Unlike WWE superstars who deliver the finisher carefully enough to protect their opponents' careers, Jones was apparently trying to end Russ's. Zero games. Last, last page of them. This is the Texans <laughs> linebacker Denzel Perryman delivered a hit that nearly collapsed the skull of an opponent and committed five other personal fouls and got fewer games than Kareem Jackson. K-Jack wasn't even flagged. The 14-year veteran was asked by the Associated Press if he'd learned his lesson. Had Runyon gotten through? Of course he hadn't. Kareem Jackson said, I'm not really sure what I do moving forward as far as playing this game. Hopefully I'll figure it out. Well, he won't, because he can't. Because John Runyon forgot who he was, forgot how he played, and apparently forgot the rules of football. I can't throw a yellow flag, but you can't suspend me either. John, congrats. You've outdone yourself this season. The award's new man. Well, you convinced me. I, I feel like you 
your face is all red with anger. Furious. <laughs> so is Nikki's. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be great. It'll just be a question of where I start the play them off music and where it like, gets so loud you can't hear Nick. It'll be, it's going to be a highlight episode. I know, I know exactly what I'm going to do with it. We've lost every listener. Yeah, no, it'll be fine. I don't think I know, so. I know what I'm going to do with it. I, I was supportive. I, I was supportive. I, was I think trying. people are really super frustrated with NFL officiating this season, <laughs> and I think the the height of that frustration is the inconsistency with player safety policy. And, I'd have to agree. Thank you, Carly. And they very clearly target. And I think part of it is a Sean Payton thing, which I didn't get into. Can you do it again? <laughs> <laughs> Part of it is a, is a Sean Payton thing because the NFL is mad at him still because of Bounty Gate, which was like 30 years ago. Please but, get over uh, it. Please uh, let us move on. Okay. Nikki. I don't want to go next. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. The good my... news is anything that you can do is going to be. <laughs> Carly won't be my friend anymore after this, though. Uh-oh. Oh, no. She's oh. giving best concert to Adele. You oh. know, best concert of the year to Adele for weekends with Adele. It was truly fabulous. And life changing, and I want to go again. Life changing every how, year. How did it change your life? All the time. I'm a better person now for being in the same room with her. <laughs> Followed closely by Taylor Swift. Anna, you were at. A you know day. how do I feel concur? about it. What? Do you concur, Anna, as the best? I do. Yeah, she's super personable. It was a very intimate venue. Yeah, I cried. Yeah, I also, got emotional. I cry once a year. I think that was. She always makes me cry though. Yeah. If you want a good great. cry, listen to Adele. Hmm. I mean, it better have been good. For all you went through to be able to go see it. Yeah. I mean, Taylor Swift, that was through the ringer, too. But Adele was the one for me. Okay. Sorry, Carly. Well, Adele it's didn't okay. inspire a Christmas card, Carly. So I think Taylor... <laughs> or win Times Person of the Year. Right. So Taylor, so Taylor's got that. And yeah, didn't go to the gala, which is, I don't know, kind of crappy. I didn't hear this. Yeah, they have a Person of the Year gala, and she didn't go. What was she doing? She was at dinner with her girl game. game. Mm. No. Was it her birthday? No. She's a member of a oh. gang. Her, 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 her yeah, her birthday just happened. That's why Blake Lively, Carly's Sophie like Turner, she had to have had other celebrities. <laughs> yeah, there's something else going. On. I feel like time should go to like Taylor's gala. Like gala, should, Taylor should have a gala, and time should go there and say, "Can we give you this award?" Yeah, Rather you got to meet her where she's at. Yeah, you know, she's, she's got a lot not, going on these going days. To galas. Anyway. I feel kind of bad for her. She's spending Christmas and New Year's Eve in Kansas City. Well, doesn't seem very appealing. I mean, if she I wants to date a man in Kansas City, then that's what she has to do. Hopefully, I guess. she won't run into John Runyon. Right. <laughs> John Runyon loves the Chiefs. He's probably, he's probably invited to all their parties. Okay, well, we've made it around the circle. Took 30 minutes. <laughs> it did well. 22 of those were occupied by one. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> How do we? Does anyone else have a? I've got a couple. More. I've got a couple I got more. more. Okay, I got one more too. Nikki, you, do you want to? Why don't you start us? But we'll we'll go back around the other way. And I'm not going to go after and you. Nick's not going. Nick's never going again. I've, exa- <laughs> I've exhausted <laughs> my one chance. The reshi for the last reshi Nick Nick's ever given was <laughs> Nick. Well, I'm curious what Stephanie's worst social platform is. Threats. Okay, mine's tick. My best one's TikTok because I yeah. learned everything off of tiktok this my year. whole life is better because <laughs> i am on tiktok yes i learned so much so i would yeah. give it to tiktok as the best of yeah. the year thanks yeah, for think... giving your secrets to china yeah that's every time i, I get no on secrets TikTok. like i'm yeah. not interesting take my who cares i don't I'm post not anything. doing anything fancy. all i do is look at stuff yeah same well now we know why nikki's been carrying that little all red book learn 
Yeah. <laughs> and threads, I can't even figure out. I had never joined it and they keep interrupting my Instagram. So I wish that it would just go away. They keep trying really hard and it's not working. Yeah. Why are they trying hard up. now? Like it's been six months since they launched this also, thing. Also, like, it's always it's like done. in the feed. Somewhere. Even Twitter Instagram. is a dying thing. Like why yeah. even try to yeah. make threads? Like the whole like yeah. thought really of that social media platform is dead. Like maybe it's because it, it is dead. They're trying to take that over. So like... Facebook meta has all the things. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like, just be fine without it. Like, right. Why do you want something that's not even good? Not to get into work here, but Laura and I did some focus groups over the last month with kids who were between the ages of 16 and like 24 for the most part, like 65 of them. Mm -hmm. And not a single person was on Twitter. Not Mm -hmm. a single person Mm -hmm. in any of those three groups was on Twitter. And they looked at me like, like I was asking them if they watched the six o'clock news is yeah, how yeah. out of touch they were. I mean, you Twitter. did ask them that too. I did ask them that too. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a no too. Local news no. makes me irrationally angry. Like anytime <laughs> it's even on our TV, I get pissed. I'm like, turn that shit off. Wow. Oh it makes goodness. me so angry. The Nick DeLue Profanity Award goes to Carly. <laughs> I feel you though. I agree with you. There are awful. places that you go to like release your thoughts. And like Twitter's where I go when I'm just angry. And I want to have other people who are angry too. May I suggest that you read Laura's blog post this quarter? I did see, I did read it. Laura did a good job. It was I fabulous. Did. Good job. Thanks, guys. So, yeah, when I feel angry, Twitter's my space. But when I'm, like, wanting to learn something or do something, and every time I get on TikTok, my husband shouts at me about giving my secrets away to China. Like, you know what? I'm so boring that if they want them, they can have them. That's how I feel. Like, my, my next rush kind of connects to the discussion that we're having. Can I go for mm-hmm. it? So, um, mine is the thing I wasted my mo- the most time on in 2023. And it's TikTok because I get sucked in and scroll and scroll and scroll for much more time than I would like to admit. But it's really, it's very, it's very, very addicting. Mm -hmm. I would give my biggest time suck to the calendars we mailed out. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's fair. If you received a calendar, you're welcome. And I went through a lot to get it to you. She did. And this actually leads me to my, can I throw in a a Reshi? Yeah. Because I did a person of the year. Okay. My person of the year, which should go to Carly. But yeah, I was going to say. But we can't give awards to ourselves or to uh-huh. our teammates currently. But person of the year, Reshi goes to Cindy from the post office. Yep. Mm. She's she the is best. the person of oh, the year. Everyone Cindy. take your mail to the post office by the Capitol. Or don't. And talk to Cindy. Yeah. Or don't. Just talk for to her. For her benefit. Yeah, or, yeah. Just. Yeah, don't ask her to do anything, but just say hi. And if you Bring got, her candy. And if you got one of our holiday calendars, you have Cindy to thank. Because yes. she made it, made it happen. Yeah, we love Cindy. We won't say anything about our colleagues. <laughs> In recognition of the amount of effort that it took you to do the calendars, I have an award for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Least amount of effort. So if you know Matt, you know that Seinfeld is his love language. The amount of times in the office just this year... <clears throat> that we've been doing something or I wrote something and he said, oh, there's a Seinfeld episode about this, is frankly incredible. (laughs) So I decided as a Christmas gift for you, I was going to watch Seinfeld. And then you can't watch it on streaming, you have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't watch it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Would you like to borrow my DVD well, box? Since, well, thank you. Since when did they it? take it I mean, off streaming? I've never seen any of That's it. Unbelievable. I feel like we very recently watched it on something. I it is it on something. On it's not on, is it on Netflix. I think it's on Hulu. It's either Hulu or Netflix. My yeah, search said I had to pay rent. Yeah, pay for it. I think oh. we watched it on Netflix. I think it moved. I, I think it's on Peacock. Peacock is an NBC property. It might yeah. have been that. Well, Anna, if you want, that means very much. Thank you so much. You're I'm welcome. touched. I do have all of the episodes on DVD. If you'd like me to bring, <laughs> but them I don't back. have a DVD player. <laughs> I, Can you put I them on streaming? We have one. <laughs> so if you want to borrow it for our Christmas movie lineup, we're all on DVD. Mm. Oh, I have it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, or you could borrow mine too because I don't have a Christmas DVD lineup <laughs> and I won't be using it. Well, and you it. can buy a DVD player at a thrift shop for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. yeah. So, Joe, you know, when was sure. Seinfeld on? Seinfeld was like the 90s, right? It was like yeah. 89 to 97, 98. So what were, you, what were you doing? You were in middle school, high school? No, mm-hmm. how old were you, Anna? I was in middle school. Okay. And we weren't allowed to watch TV. Okay, well, there you go. So I missed like all the... I had not yet been born. <laughs> Oh oh but, but you've seen it. But I've seen it. It's the funniest. Am show I the ever. only one who hasn't seen it? It's the no, I haven't. Se- I don't yeah. like it. I have seen it. I've watched it. It's not my favorite. I don't watch them now. I mean, like I'll, I'll watch a little bit. I just have memories. Like there's just yeah. Yeah. because it it touches on so many different things that I think it's just something you need to watch for the references. Like yeah. I feel like it's like a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's my favorite TV show, but I feel like you can watch it. And Do you know that it. before I came to this team? I knew how much the discussion of Seinfeld happened, and I was a little nervous that I wasn't going to get all the references. <laughs> That's funny. Because you yeah. guys talked about it on like every podcast. We did. Just in little bits. Huh. But yeah, it was brought up a lot. But luckily... What's your favorite episode, Matt? Oh, I don't, I, I don't have any idea. I think mine is the Cigar Store Indian one. I love that one. <laughs> I could watch that one a million billion times. I, I don't. I mean, I, every well, time George's... I watch it, every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, that's my favorite one. Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> one. I love the one where, and I'm not even sure which episode this is, where Kramer's Kramer's driving around with a bus yeah. of um, tourists. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good. And then one. the one when he hits Here, the Batman. golf ball into the whale. And like, yeah. who here is a marine biologist? Yeah. <laughs> is that the Kenny title? That one is funny. I love Kenny Rogers. Well, I mean, so many different times, like I'll be writing something or thinking something, and I won't even remember that there is a Seinfeld quote or reference to it, and I'll just like type in Seinfeld, and then whatever I was thinking, and something will pop up. Mm-hmm. Something will pop up to remind me. So. Well, you saved us from certain death last week with the envelope licking. So. I did. <laughs> There's life lessons you looked in life. Just oh like, Anna. Were you here for this? Were you, were you yeah. here when Anna started we, licking the envelope? No. We walked like in. The we walked in after. And <laughs> she looked like she was about to throw up. <laughs> Jimmy was licking our holiday envelopes, and I was yelling at him and telling him to stop. I didn't even remember the Seinfeld reference, but I was like, <laughs> "You just can't do that." Right. I googled. Was, I googled the episode. And I showed it to. I said, "Look, she's gonna. She dies." <laughs> I've got the funeral on Saturday, but. <laughs> oh my god! Poor Susan. Okay, so I have another okay, one. Okay, sorry. I guess I, but I just did person of the year. Does anyone else have one? You got one, Joe? Uh, yeah, I got more. Um, so I feel like I, I'm gonna give one to us. Um, oh, good. Yeah. Well done, us. Um, <laughs> the Hardiest Bowl Award or Reshi for uh, Best Cold Oatmeal Episode of the Year, and I think it goes to Episode 109, Maestro Muffet, Timothy Muffet. I thought that was our our mm. best episode of the year, and he was. Super interesting, and you missed it, but he was. <laughs> and Anna gave and shit about Anna it. He was awesome. I loved up. it. Anna doesn't like culture. I was, but I was. <laughs> Anna doesn't like culture. 
I will. Seinfeld did, in the did, Lansing did any, Symphony. Did anyone watch, actually watch Tar after that discussion? No, no but I no, want we to. Meant to. I don't know. I'll watch it. It's worth it. As I check, as I check my list of of Reshi's <laughs> podcast episode of the year, Maestro Muffin. I, really? I figured I, that was the first award I wrote down. Well, Matt's, Matt's going to have this. I like the name Hardiest Bowl, so. though. That's pretty funny. That's yeah. a good one. I thought it was going to be like the best cold oatmeal you made yourself this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always the same. <laughs> it's always the best. But on this day, it was the hardiest. <laughs> yeah. That was a good. I, my favorite line from that whole episode. I mean, I will never forget this. And all when we're long done doing this podcast, I will always remember when he turned and looked at all of us and said, who are you people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was fun. Hmm. Yeah, he was great. Good one. Okay. Oh, the floor is open. I got another one. I'm but fresh out. I got more. Okay, well, let me. this will feed off of your dumpster fire. Okay, I have a, I have a counter for that one, too, and I bet we share it. Okay, Maybe. so my, my Reshi for the saddest little town award goes to Graywall Hall. Which is the new concert venue downtown? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jenna was one of our guests on this podcast, but the story behind this is you'll all remember when you came in a couple Mondays ago, and I had gone to Costco, and you thought it was Christmas because there were gigantic boxes of cookies and Kleenex for people. I had come in on Saturday after going to Costco, which is a mistake, but I went to Costco on a Saturday, came downtown to deliver it, and I opened my car door, and all of downtown was shaking with rock music, like there was nothing, there was no one here. There's not this person in sight, but the, it sounded like someone had their windows open and was just blaring music. And I looked around trying to figure out what it was, figured out the back door to Graywell Hall was open and the Verve Pipe was doing their sound check hey, because they nice. were doing the concert that night. And so I walked over to the place and I went in the front door and just stood there for a minute and watched them doing their sound check. And it was loud and raucous and awesome. And I didn't, didn't know the song. I didn't care. But I'm like, this is pretty awesome that yeah, I go someone here I've something. heard of before is doing this in downtown. And in a few hours, this place is going to be packed full of people. And I give the saddest little town award to Graywall Hall. That's a good one. That's awesome. I can't wait to go to something there. We're all going to go. You just missed yeah. the Remember when we talked about that? <coughs> yeah. Can't wait for that to happen, actually. <laughs> we will. We will. Maybe in 2024. In 2024. Maybe in 2024. Or 25. I have... I, 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 <laughs> I have another positive Lansing one that I'll do since we're doing positive Lansing things. And mine was the um, crown, the crown cubic zirconia award, since it's not going to be a crown jewel for Lansing, but uh, <laughs> for Lansing's current best thing. And I'm going to give it to Horrocks. I think Horrocks is like the coolest mm. thing we have. I agree. I, I love it. I, I don't know Horrocks. of any other place that's quite like it. Um, it's always packed. It's always got cool stuff going on. Horrocks I don't know what it says. Horrocks is awesome. I don't know what it says about you and me, Joe. But. Uh, same thing. The pizza at Horace. What? Where is my? What did I have it? Um, Do you have a cold tub in your backyard, man? <laughs> Lansing's discovery of the year. My award for Lansing's discovery of the year is Horrocks Pizza and Beer Garden. Yeah, I, thought we, I would thought we would share. This. It's not been. It's been there a long time, but it was the first time I'd been there, and which is I, also crazy. And it's. I mean, I've been to Horrocks a bazillion times, but I'd never gone to the beer garden or gotten the pizza, and now it's awesome. It's the best. I very good. I'm gonna go on a limb. I think it's my favorite pizza in Lansing. It might be mine too. I think I it, love their it could pizza. Be, yeah, super good. I don't know who I'd say is better. <clears throat> I mean, the bar in Lansing is very low because mm-hmm. the pizza in Lansing here yeah. generally sucks, but Horrocks is pretty awesome. Okay. Positive. You got a positive? I do. Uh, best resty in Lansing. Resty. Best what? See what I did like there? Like restaurant. Oh. Like there we go. Oh, I was like rest. Rushy for best resty. Better a bistro. 
Oh, oh that's the best there is. Thank you for introducing us to that place. You're so welcome. Yeah. Anna's taking us to lunch there. We it's celebrate so our in intern, Emily. I don't love it. Lunch. I thought it was slow. <clears throat> it was super slow. It is I thought slow. My, my But the food, food was really good. good. But and I like that atmosphere in there. And mm-hmm. it's very cool in there. I like the mm-hmm. I like the the vibe. You gotta no, go in knowing it's good. You're it's there. gonna be slow. You're there for us. You're there for the experience. The yeah. food has Food's never good. been disappointing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. Okay. I want to give best cocktail to American Fist. I was like, I can't even think of the name of it. I can picture it in my head. Which I, one every is time it? I go there, it's like amazing. It's right by the. It's like around the corner. What's from? your cocktail? Oh, like anything seasonal that <laughs> they have. that you like there. Like best cocktail. All there's not like one that I get every time, but they do seasonal menus. So every season, it's a new, mm, okay. a totally new thing. And I've never ordered something that they I are didn't always like really there. Good. There was one that we got there that had a bubble on it. Yeah, that was just really cool. They do cool, they do stuff. cool stuff like that, and they like do um, flights too with the seasonal ones. So you get like. Little little miniature versions of like four of them, Ooh. so it's cool that you can like try out yeah. a bunch of them. I like that, and you can walk around the corner and go to Batterup Bistro. Yes. Yeah, make it a whole night. Stop at our local Starbucks and the Urban. That Meyer. Starbucks is cool too. The Starbucks is nice, and the Capital City cool. Market. That's the that's what's cool. You CJ, you not, just got to get off the Washington, Washington Circle. Circle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's I over by the, over the it's over by the stadium. It's not bad over there, but like I just there's no excuse for how sad this street is it's just it's <laughs> really depressing sad. okay does anyone else have one because i got i've got one to wrap stuff. up you got one? Oh, okay let's let's i would like to give the diet coke fairy award to matt caving oh. <laughs> in and getting us diet coke second only to amazon for delivering like five times as much as you actually ordered yes yeah. we all really yeah, my appreciate amazon, it my amazon friends we now have 17,000 mini cans of Diet Coke. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that should last us. We should figure out how long. We should take a pool on when, yeah. how far into 2024 will those cases January of Diet 14th. Coke get us? Second week. With a I'd mini can, week. I can pound one of those like two, two gulps. Yeah. Two gulps? <laughs> it's a mini gulp. We should, you should do like a, uh, yeah. whatever it's called. <laughs> Shotgun? Shotgun. Shotgun <laughs> Diet Coke. You know. It's basically what you guys do with that stuff. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? No. Joe, you got one more. Joe's got, Joe's more. got you got like a whole sheet of I got, it. You do one. What's your best remaining one? Because my best remaining one is the one that makes fun of Nikki. So go ahead. Oh, it's definitely because okay. I've Let's got. It. Okay. <laughs> it's the uh, the Linus Van Pelt Award for best wet blanket performance goes to <laughs> Nikki O'Mara for her attitude towards this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I really thought it was really stupid, but I will say. <laughs> you pulled through. I've had a good time. You it's, participated. It ended up being better than I thought. The pictures I took of you on your phone while Nick was reading. About I can only imagine. <laughs> I almost said Paul Bunyan, but that's not right. It's, what's his name? John Runyon. <laughs> I, I told my Weren't wife last night. Were you listening? I, he only I, said the name 15 times. I did, I did a dress rehearsal to make sure I, it, that it flowed properly. Oh, no. How long did it take you to write that? That it flowed? Yeah. I... How long did it take to write it? Yeah. Six, it, Six I bet minutes. it took him less time to write it than Nothing. to read it. You should yeah. submit that to a newspaper. That's like an op-ed right there. <laughs> and I, I got done and I looked at my poor wife and she's like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, Joe will get it. Matt will get it. Nikki's going to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I think stuff. do you have more? Me? No. Okay. Okay. Well, let's go on this one. It's a positive one. My, my reshi for the best thing of the year is Nick DeLue's comic book. Aww. 
So take a second, less than your, your Paul Bunyan poem. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about tell us about your comic book. Yeah, I wrote a comic book. Um, yeah, I, I many years ago on this podcast, we talked about things that we wanted to do as New Year's resolutions or something. I said I wanted to write for pleasure, and it took me a long time to do it, but um, I needed an outlet this year with everything that was going on at home and um, and uh, at work, and things are things are can be wild in a, a young dad's life. And so I, I, you know, put fingers to word processor and I wrote a comic book. I had to figure out how to produce it um, because I am not an artist at all. So I had to meet artists, um, meet editors, meet um, inkers and colorists and, um, and go through the process of finding the ones that would work best with, with me and my vision and um, scripted some stuff out. And, and yeah, now we're, we're on sale at Summit. It's, how it's many exciting. years in the making is it? Well, I mean, because when I started, you were working on it. No, I wasn't working. You're on working it. on something comic book related. Oh yeah, that was a that was a um, a pitch that I did many years ago. I I did a pitch at one point um, to a variety of publishers on a concept that I had. Okay, so different I, thing. Yeah, different okay. thing. So this, I actually wrote a full issue, um, and the start of a um, a broader story and some interesting characters, and yeah, it's done. So this, I I actually probably. I mean, it took a month to write it because I'm mm. slow doing new things, but um, the whole production took six months, probably. Oh, great. Cool. And it is beautiful. Thank you. I'm yeah. excited about it. It's, yeah, it's... Are there more really coming? Happy. Like, what's... Theoretically, okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I so completing the first issue, we, we funded it through Kickstarter, um, which is what a lot of... Um, independent comic book creators do these days. Um, and it's sort of a way to show proof of concept to publishers and to audiences. And so we, we did that. We had a successful Kickstarter campaign. And uh, thank you to those who are listening. I know there, there were more than a handful of people in Lansing who might listen to this who um, supported that effort, and uh, including some in this room. Thank you. And uh, we, we did that. We uh, were successful there, um, which is a big milestone because a lot of people that try that aren't successful. Um, we did successfully fund. And so in January, we'll begin actually demonstrating that we've got the proof of concept and sending that out to publishers and seeing if there's an appetite for it um, so that it's at more than one comic book store. And uh, Where can people buy it? Right now, they can pick it up at Summit Comics and Games on Here Washington, Washington Circle. Washington, yeah. Washington, <laughs> Washington Circle. And, uh, Just got a little better. Go yep. down, get What's your chicken trauma in your comic book. It's right. called Suffer Little Children. Okay. Yes, it is. Uh, is it an uplifting comic book? Not or? at all. Okay. Are they selling is like hotcakes? I've, uh, I, I don't, I, I, anecdotally, I've been told that they're selling at a pretty good clip. Okay. Great. Is it by you That's or awesome. do you have a cool pen name? No, it's, yeah, it's written and created by Nick DeLue. Okay. Yes. What I just the... feel like I could see you coming up with some yeah. like alter yeah. ego yeah. or something. No. <laughs> yeah. What's the age recommendation? I'd say 10 plus. Okay. I don't, I, I didn't want to and don't want to do gore, nudity, or a lot of profanity, which is pretty frequent in independent comic books these days, but um, I wanted to write something that my boys could read. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Well, it's very cool. Thank it's you. It's very cool. And Check I, it out. I just I just give you credit and admire the fact that you've been talking about this for so long and didn't give up on it and kept working on it and just up and did it. Yeah. So good for you. Thanks. Well deserving of a reshi for the best thing. Appreciate of the year. it. For sure. Okay. 
before we check off any New Year's resolutions, anyone's where people are going to be listening to this over there, anything? I want to be exactly the same next year. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I was really happy with my performance in 2023. I can so I just want to continue. Carly's, Carly's got it down. Don't change. You're good. You had sushi in California. You saw Taylor Swift live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got what, a cold tub. What more could I ask for? It doesn't get better. Yeah, a cold tub. Do you do resolutions? Not officially. I don't, I don't, I don't do that no. either. I'm I'm low key very unofficially looking forward to the 75 hard. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. I would do it. Catch us in the new year, guys. We're doing the 7.5 hard. That sounds better. Yeah. Yeah. Seven and a half days. We can do anything. It's seven <laughs> and a so half it's days. 75 days of eating a certain way, or what is it? I don't know. You have to do two workouts a day. Two. One has yes. to be outside. One has to be outside. How long does each one have to be? 45 minutes. And this is in the spring. Okay. Just no, I'm, months, I'm not right? quite looking forward. You to have to it. read at least 10 pages okay. of a self-help book. Oh. Every day. You, I don't, I think you I just lied. have to, listening, you just have to, my books yeah. doesn't count. No you sugar. just have to follow a diet. It can be whatever diet you want. You, you said do seven keto. and a half days. Yeah. I can do anything. You could do. Water. Is that on there? Yeah. I'd have to look up. Those are just some of the rules. You'd have to. We could mine. try seven and a half days and then talk about it and see how everybody did. Yeah. And how much, how long you lasted. That sounds the, like the, the workout requirement is just tough for young parents. Yeah, two a it's day. the time. Got it. I can't tough. even get so to like, a weekend. So <laughs> like a walk, yeah. a morning walk, that counts as one. Mm-hmm. If you walk outside, that counts. If I walk Carter to the bus stop and back. If it's Is for it 45, 45 minutes. minutes. Heck no. Well, Just you walk leave, fast. You leave early and you, you do some laps fast. before. We, we, we do go and we play ball together while yeah. we wait for the bus. That counts. Okay. Movement. Jog in place at football practice. Yeah. There you go. Okay, well... Listeners, you now know why you'll, you'll tune in in 2024 <laughs> <laughs> to the podcast. To, to hear, hear how us, badly we hear failed. how this all yes. went. Yeah. So maybe we need to have some some nutritionist or health person on to talk us through it or counsel us after we've finished. Right. Anyway, you've been listening to the Reshies of 2023. This is the Cold Oatmeal Podcast for Nikki and Nick and uh, John Bu- John Runyon. Yeah. Uh, Bum. <laughs> Stephanie, Laura, Anna, Carly, Joe, this has been Matt, the Cold Oatmeal Podcast, and we will talk to you next year and next time.